The physical changes are secondary. It's the mental transformation that gets people hooked on health and fitness. Welcome to the Mental Reps Podcast, where you've come to grow your mind in order to transform your body. I'm your host, Deanna. Let's dive right in. What is going on, my MRPers? And for those of you loyal listeners who are listening to this the day that it comes out, happy Thursday, the best damn day of the whole week. You can't even argue that. Thursdays are the best day of the whole week. Why? You've built that momentum. You're feeling good. It's almost the weekend, but you still feel like a kick-ass badass. You know, Friday's energy starts to dip a little bit. You're feeling a little lazy, maybe skipping out on what needs to get done because it's practically the weekend. But Thursdays, Thursdays, you're still on fire. And Thursdays, we release new episodes of the Mental Reps podcast. So by that alone, it is the best damn day of the whole week. And for today, we're going to dive deep into one of the most complex, the most important pieces of your fitness journey, your nutrition, and specifically bulk prepping, not meal prepping. Don't get it twisted. We are going to figure out exactly why bulk prepping is, in my opinion, the best and easiest way to succeed when it comes to your macros, your food choices, your nutrition on a regular basis. And if you've been listening at this point, you know nutrition is hands down the most important piece to master in your fitness journey if you are looking for any bit of results. Fat loss, muscle building, more energy, uh, losing X amount of weight, whatever it may be, nutrition is most of your answer. And bulk prepping is going to allow us to make nutrition easier. Holla freaking Luya. There is so much mumbo jumbo out there about nutrition that honestly, I think it's just become more and more complicated as the years go by. There's more fads. There's more trends. There's more diets. Try this. Don't eat that. Oh my gosh. My aunt's cousin's brother's you know, teacher said that one time that if you eat carrots, then you're going to put all this weight on right to your stomach. And then all of a sudden you don't eat carrots for the next six years. And it's just, there's a lot of bullshit out there. And I do my very best to weed through the bullshit and present you guys with some hard truths, some hard facts, and some tangible information that you can then take with you, apply, and win. Do a little better with your nutrition. Do a little bit better with your fitness journey. Feel a whole lot better along that process because you don't feel super duper freaking confused. So meal prepping, bulk prepping, they are not necessarily the same thing. I will probably use them interchangeably through this episode just because the exact principle of it is basically the same, but there is a very important detail that differentiates the two. But when it comes down to your nutrition, how are you going to know what to eat or how much to eat or what that looks like or what your next meal should be if you are not prepared with the food on hand, and more so if you are not prepared with your pre-log. If you have no idea what pre-logging is, go back and listen to a few episodes prior to this. I did a whole rant on the importance of pre-logging. But how are you going to know what to pre-log? How are you going to know how to pre-log if you don't have anything in your refrigerator? That is quite literally like trying to, I don't know, solve a, a puzzle without seeing the pieces. You guys ever try to solve a puzzle with a blindfold on? I would argue that's probably pretty difficult. I would argue that's going to take a hell of a lot longer than if you were to open your eyes and see the pieces in front of you. Okay, the groceries are the pieces. The bulk prep is when you are solving that puzzle and you know you kind of start to like lay out the edges. Everybody knows you got to do like the corners first. The pre-logging is the actual solving of that puzzle. And then you just have to wake up and eat what you planned to eat. And I hear it all damn day long. I wish I could just follow a meal plan or D, can't you just write me up a meal plan or why can't you just tell me what to eat? Mm -mm. I am not solving the puzzle for you. 
Because if I solve the puzzle for you, what happens when somebody does put that blindfold on? What happens when somebody invites you out to eat or the girls are getting together for dinner and that meal doesn't fall into your meal plan? What do we do? We don't want to cross that bridge because if you're not educated throughout this journey, you wind up stuck. And chances are you wind up overeating or over drinking or panicking when plans pop up when at the end of the day, those things should be exciting. You should be thrilled to go get together with the girls for dinner or be excited when your boyfriend surprises you with an anniversary dinner. You shouldn't panic because that meal doesn't fall into your meal plan. Hence the beauty of tracking, macro tracking, and pre-logging. But the only way to be able to pre-log and solve that puzzle is if you know what the motherfucking pieces look like, okay? The bulk prepped containers, literally sometimes in the fridge, look like puzzle pieces. Sometimes you got to like play Tetris to get everything to fit in there. I know if I go in my fridge right now, Zach and I's containers are actually a maze of this, that, the other things sideways, this is upside down because we know what we need to succeed and that fridge will not go on eat. There's always something in there. So what? let's figure out exactly what bulk prepping means. Because like I said, there's a difference between bulk prepping and meal prepping. Meal prepping is the traditional, what everyone thinks of and what it sounds like, where you are preparing individual meals to then eat at a later date. Could be later that day, could be later that week, whatever. You've got all your ingredients all packaged up and put together with a little meal prep container. Maybe you label that container with whatever the macros are, whatever that meal is. Trust me, I used to do this for years and years. Um, when I worked at a gym as an in-person trainer, I used to like label my food in my fridge at home because I was still living at home and I would know exactly what was what. And this was my like mushroom risotto, chicken, stir fry, blah, blah, blah. Put a sticker on that with my macros, whatever. And you have your individual meals in the fridge. And when I packed up and got ready to go to work for the day, I grabbed my this, I grabbed my that, I grabbed my that, I grabbed maybe two or three meals and I took it with me. That's all fine and good. But if you've done that for some time now, you're going to notice a few things. One, more than likely, you're going to get bored eating the exact same meal for days and days and days and days and days on end, right? If you prep your, I don't know, turkey taco bowl for lunch and you're like, that's what I prepped on Sunday. That's what I meal prepped for the week. Now you are stuck eating a turkey taco bowl every single day for the entire week because you already put that together. The beauty of bulk prepping is that you don't exactly have to do that. And you have the luxury of not only changing the meals that you're eating, but also changing the quantity of each thing to better match your goals, to better match your day, to better match whatever the heck is going on. It's a little bit less finite and a little bit more flexible to your benefit. So what does bulk prepping mean? What does this look like? And we're going to also get into a little bit of like what I do personally, um, because I feel like I've quite literally simplified it down to like the most basic and it works every damn week. So bulk prepping, this is how I like to explain it. Instead of deciding what meal you're going to cook up, you're going to do it like this. You're going to pick one to two protein sources. You're going to pick one to two carb sources, and you're going to pick one to two vegetables. You are then going to cook in bulk each of those things. What does that mean? Basically could be a, let's pick the carb sources. You cook up a ton of white rice. You then put all of that cooked white rice in its own container in the fridge. You decide that you also are going to do potatoes for a carb source. I love me a potato. You cook up a bunch of potatoes. You put those in their own container in the fridge. You cook up a bunch of chicken its own container in the fridge. You do a bunch of ground beef in its own container in the fridge. So now your fridge is pretty much just compiled of containers, which are going to need to be bigger than just a individual meal, right? You're going to have a bulked amount of chickens. You need a bigger container 
and you're going to put those in the fridge by themselves. Your fridge is now full of like macros, macro categories. Maybe this shelf is all your protein. This shelf is all your carbs. This shelf is all your veggies. The reason I don't prepare fats is fats don't typically need to be prepped. Your fats could take place in the protein. For example, if you're cooking chicken thigh, that'll give you protein and fat. Your fats could be olive oil, which does not need to be prepared. Your fats could be eggs, protein and fat, which does not need to be prepared. So my bulk prep, one to two protein sources, one to two carbs, one to two veggies. And I will even say that the veggies are optional depending on your lifestyle. If you work from home and you have the luxury of cooking meals relatively fresh, but like who wants to be cooking chicken in the middle of their day? Like I don't have time for that, but like you don't also need to just pop something in the microwave. You could very easily chop up some bell peppers, throw those on a pan on the stove, and they'll be ready to go in like two minutes. So the actual prepping of vegetables in bulk doesn't need to take place. I always say that's optional. Personally, for me, I always do just because it's easier on hand. And I know that if I've got zucchini chopped up and ready to go already cooked in the fridge, I'm way more likely to include vegetables in my meal versus if it wasn't, you know what I mean? So I always recommend it, but it's not a necessity. So you're going to do each of those things. I like to do this on the weekend and I like to make it last for three, anywhere from three to five days. My vegetables will probably run out a little bit faster. Um, Veggies usually get a little bit soggy. I have noticed that just the water content of vegetables, they will not last as long as like my big container of chicken. And we're going to touch on all this as well. So if you're like, wait, what? I need a pen. I need to write this down. We'll break it down. And I highly recommend also going back and re-listening to this, maybe as you are doing your Sunday bulk prep, whatever it may be. Blast me over your kitchen speakers. I freaking love that. But the individual foods in their own containers will last a whole lot longer than you making your turkey taco bowl and putting that in the fridge. Turkey taco bowl might be kind of gross by day three, but its own container of turkey just by itself will probably last you four to five days. Again, depending on how much you make. You don't want to overdo it. I think the seven-day mark is a little bit too much as far as the food not really being great anymore, uh, unless you're like freeze, I don't know, you're doing something crazy in the freezer and keeping it longer, whatever. I like to do probably three to four days is my sweet spot. So I will cook usually on a Sunday, big old bulk prep of all these things. And we'll go through what that means and then do a mini bulk prep on like a Thursday to get me through the weekend. Because hear me out. If we prep food for four days, that's up to Thursday and you don't do shit for your nutrition again, you're now going into the weekend completely on E. And what does that, what does that mean? What happens? We go out to eat. I've got nothing to eat at home. We'll order out. Let's just get takeout. I might as well get pizza. I've got nothing at home. Don't put yourself in that situation. Bulk prep on a Sunday, mini bulk prep on a Thursday or Friday even to make sure you are not running on E heading into the weekend. Now, why I love bulk prep specifically, again, it gives you the flexibility in your meals. Now you have a bunch of things already cooked up and ready to go. You can now mix and match. Maybe you made protein, you made chicken and turkey for your sources of protein. Maybe you add that chicken on top of a salad for lunch one day. Maybe you do chicken tacos one day. Maybe you do a chicken stir fry one day. Those are all very different meals that could use just the ingredients that you prepped up, but you're not stuck with a turkey taco every single day. You can mix and match. You can also, like I said, change certain quantities. You are not stuck having four ounces of turkey, X amount of peppers and onions in your turkey taco bowl because it's already ready to go you have the ability to change things. So if your coworkers, for example, bring in, I don't know, big old cake, they're celebrating Susie's birthday. They bring a cake into the office. That cake is scrumptious. You're like, fuck yeah, I'm having a piece. Like you can have that piece of cake. You can have that slice of cake. You can enjoy it. And then your brain should say, okay, cool. We know the cake was carbs and fats. 
And, you know, later on for dinner tonight, I'm looking at my pre-log because you guys are all nutrition queens and you pre-logged already. And you're saying, okay, for dinner, I plan to have pasta with marinara, turkey, like a, like a meat sauce sort of situation. Okay, cool. Because I just ate an abundance of carbs and fats for my slice of cake, I'm going to need to either dial down a little bit on the pasta, get rid of some of those carbs, dial down, maybe instead of turkey, doing something like chicken that has less fat, and you can manipulate that meal so that you're still hitting all of your macros for that day with that piece of cake included. And that is the beauty of not having to follow a meal plan because you just manipulated that last meal, your dinner, to fit whatever went on for that day. And if nothing goes on for that day, no crazy cake was brought into the office and you can stick to exactly what you pre-logged, fantastic. But if you can and something does pop up, you have the ability to move things around. And to me, that flexibility when I need it is awesome, is awesome. If my boyfriend walks through the door with this luxurious looking cookie that he stopped and grabbed on his way home because he thought of me and it was just for me to be like, oh no, sorry, that doesn't really fit my plan for the day. Like, fuck yeah, I could say that. Honestly, I probably would for a lot of the times, but hear me out. If I wanted to eat the entire thousand calorie cookie, if he brought me home crumble right now, I can manipulate the rest of my meals for today to make that crumble cookie fit. The only way I can do that is if I pre-logged. The only way I pre-log is if I bulk prepped. It is a circle of a circle of life, if you will. One can't exist without the other. And it's incredibly important that you guys get really good at this in order to master your nutrition. Hear me out. Is it boring? Sometimes. Is it repetitive? Sometimes. Is it successful? Yes. Do you get bored of eating chicken at a few of your meals? Of course. Do you get tired of always eating rice? Sure. Does your weight loss happen a lot faster? Fuck yeah, it does. And to me, knowing that my goals are being achieved at a rapid rate versus me, I don't know what to eat. I don't know what to eat. Should I have this? Is this healthy? Does this help me hit my goal? I can't. I don't have time for that. I don't have time for the headache of nutrition. I need to know exactly what I need to eat, when I need to eat it. And good news is I can decide that for myself with the foods that I decided to prep and have ready to go. And I really like have absolutely no patience for those who are, you know, doing the whole, I don't really feel like eating my meal. Like, okay, cool D, I did the whole bulk prep. I pre-logged everything, but then I came time for lunch and I didn't really like feel like having my chicken. Oh my God. Oh my God. Who cares? Okay. Well, seriously, I don't really feel like a shit. I don't feel like it either. I definitely don't feel like eating my chicken. I definitely don't feel like the pounds and pounds and pounds and pounds of chicken that I've eaten in my life is my top choice for food. I don't feel like eating it, but I definitely feel like achieving the goals that I have, so I'm going to eat it anyway. Do not make this harder on yourself. Understand you may not always feel like having the meal that you have ready to go, but it's going to be helpful to stick to it. That also teaches you discipline. If you're constantly allowing yourself an out from the, the choice that you made, you're not building discipline, you're building excuses and you're allowing yourself to continue on with that moving forward. Something as simple as not eating the meal that you picked for lunch. Like I know it sounds silly, but if you decided that the night before, this is what you're having for lunch and this is gonna help you hit your goals, when it comes time for lunch, this is what you're having and this is gonna help you hit your goals. Like stick to that, that discipline will go a long way in your journey. Okay, I don't really feel like having some of the meals that I eat a lot of the time too, but I want to reach my goals. I want to feel my best. I'd much rather have a cupcake, but fitness doesn't really work like that all the time. So we have to be willing to eat the foods that help us reach the goals, no matter how we feel. So if this is you and every other day you're switching up your pre-log, you're changing up this, you're ordering takeout instead of the food you had for dinner, call yourself out right now. And that's all fine and good. If you want to continue doing that, by all means. 
Everything in your fitness journey is a personal choice, but then recognize you are personally choosing to slow down your progress. Because 99% of the time, if you are making those switches last minute, you're probably not going to be able to still hit the macro targets as well as you did with the meals that you made and pre-logged, say, the night before, or the food choices you prepared yourself. Yes, it could be a healthy option. Yes, you could be going out to eat somewhere that offers you the macro information. And I'm not saying there's not exceptions to this rule, but a majority of the time, if you can stay put with what it is that you had planned, you're going to be a hell of a lot more successful. So when it comes down to the actual action of bulk prepping, what do I do? Like I said, I have become the master. And hear me out too, guys. I'm not a chef. I am not. People always, whenever I post my food on my story or Instagram or whatever, people always ask me for the recipe. Like there is never a recipe. My meals is a bowl of a protein, a carb, a fat. That is it. There is no recipe. There is no specific measure this out. Wait, like I bulk prepped a fuck ton of chicken. I put that in the bowl. I had sweet potatoes in the fridge, so I put that in the bowl. I had zucchini ready to go, so I put that in the bowl, and I topped it with some olive oil because I needed some fat. Like, that is the recipe. So I don't want anybody out there saying, well, I'm not a good cook. I can't do this. I can't do that. You don't need to be a good cook. You need to learn the basics because you're an adult and you need to be able to cook for yourself, and you need to be able to improve week after week, right? Every time I make chicken, it's dry as shit, 100% dry as shit. I don't know what it is. I can't cook chicken for my life. So I, I will tell you guys how I made an easier way to do this, but it doesn't need to be fantastic. And again, you know, but my chicken is so dry. Okay, move on. We're good. I, I don't know what it is. I can't stand picky eaters. It's just something about it drives me nuts. Like the food's not going to kill you. You're not going to drop dead because your chicken's a little dry. Like we will get through this. I promise. I promise. And your goals will thank you for it. So how I bulk prep chicken is one of my always go-to. If you go in my fridge at any given point of any even day on any week of the year, there will be chicken made in there ready to go. Between me and my boyfriend, there will be a fuck ton of chicken, okay? So my protein sources, like I said, bulk prepping, pick one to two protein sources. Every now and then I'll get a little dicey and I'll pick three protein sources just to spruce it up a little bit. Chicken breast is always one of them. Reason being is it's a very lean source of protein, meaning it is just going to give me protein, no carbs, no fats which is really helpful for those days where I'm like, shoot, I need 10 more grams of protein and nothing else. I can add an extra ounce of chicken to my dinner or whatever it may be. So the way I do it is I cook my chicken in the crock pot or any sort of like slow cooker um, because I don't have to touch it. How easy is it when your meal prep takes care of itself? So I put the chicken breast in there. I will do like some seasoning, whatever seasoning floats your boat. Um, and then I will usually do like a little bit of olive oil in there because the crock pot does need um, like some sort of moisture in order to cook and not like burn the shit out of whatever's in there. Um, you can also do like uh, vegetable stock or chicken broth or there's a bunch of different things you can do. You can do sauces. Um, my sister's huge like buffalo spice fan. So she'll dump like a ton of hot sauce in there, make like buffalo chicken for the week, which is great. Whatever floats your boat. I put it in there. I either cook it on high for six hours or low for eight hours. And then when it's done, the crock pot beeps or whatever, I will then take it with either tongs or like two forks and just shred it. And at that point, the chicken should just fall apart. And if it starts to fall apart, and this has happened to me, and it's still a little pink on the inside, what I'll do is continue shredding it in the crock pot and then reclose the lid and cook it for another like hour or two. And since it's already shredded, it'll cook a little faster just to make sure it's like totally done because um, I would rather eat a little dry chicken than undercooked chicken and get myself sick. So that's chicken for me, always a staple. Um, ground turkey, I usually always make 93.7 ground turkey, throw that right on the stovetop, medium heat in a pan, chop it up as I go, little salt on there, done. Uh, same thing with ground bison has been one of my staples as well. Ground bison is a lot higher in fat 
So that's a really good fat source for me because it gives me protein and fat and helps me get a little bit more calories in through my day. Same thing on a stovetop, chop it up, good to go in its own container. So now as I'm making meals, I can decide if I want chicken with my meal, if I want ground turkey with my meal, if I want ground bison with my meal. Totally depends on all the other foods I'm having for the day. If I need more fats, we'll do the bison. If I need less fats, I'll do the chicken and just mix and match as I go. As far as the um, just other protein sources that aren't prepped, like egg whites, not prepping egg whites, eggs, not prepping eggs, uh, and then protein powder as well are three other things that I always, always, always have on hand because sometimes you're just in a pinch and you need a scoop of protein right up in your coffee. And there we go. We got an extra 25 grams for the day. So I will always do that as well just to kind of get in a couple extra grams. Uh, but I do highly recommend mostly relying on your whole foods. Uh, the protein powder that I use, I will link it in the description of today's episode as well, mainly because they just came out with the pumpkin spice flavor, which, oh my God, so good so good. I'm talking protein coffee, protein pancakes, you know, pumpkin spice, chocolate chip bread. Like it's, we're going to do all the recipes. It, they come out with it every year. Um, it's like a seasonal flavor and I load up because I eat a lot of this stuff and I freaking love it. So if you're a pumpkin spice fan and you're excited for the fall, 10 out of 10 recommend getting your hands on this before it sells out because they will not restock it. And I cry every year. But anyway, Onto the carbs, the fun stuff, the carbs. We love the carbs. We need the carbs. Carbs are great. My top carb sources, sweet potatoes, golden potatoes, and some sort of rice. So the sweet potatoes and golden potatoes, I will peel them, chop them up, and then put them on like a sheet in the oven, usually at like 375 degrees for like 45 to 50-ish minutes, just so that they're like squishy. They're not still like hard potatoes. And then I will broil them in the oven so they get a little crisp on the top, like a French fry vibe without the fryingness. Um, I've also air fried my potatoes. That's really good as well. And then white rice or brown rice, I will cook in the Instant Pot. Again, totally hands off. I dump the rice in. I dump the water in. I click rice. It does the whole work for me. The more hands-off you can be with this bulk prep, the easier and better, and more you're going to stick with it as well. Um, other non-prepped forms of carbs that I always have on hand, oats, uh, bread, pasta, bagels, things like that. Obviously, I'm not prepping those types of things. And then as far as veggies go, um, I will really only prep the veggies that take a little longer. So things like zucchini, things like Brussels sprouts, things like broccoli. Um, usually veggies like bell peppers or mushrooms take like seconds in the pan. So I usually won't prep those in bulk. But that's basically what my, you know, Sunday prep will look like, my Sunday bulk prep. And then in the fridge, there will be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven or so containers of each of those things. And then when it comes time to make my meal, I'll take out the chicken container, I'll take out the white rice container, and I'll take out the zucchini container. I'll measure that out in my food scale, boom, lunch is made. And everything stays a whole lot more fresh. So it's very simple. And then when it comes time to doing this again on a Thursday, I'm not going to make all of this again. I may just make uh, another pack of ground turkey, uh, maybe more white rice, and maybe one more veggie. So I won't do everything again just to kind of get me through the weekend so that I'm not on E um, before like Friday rolls around. And as I mentioned earlier, now that I have all of the puzzle pieces ready to go in the fridge, piecing together the puzzle in my pre-log is a breeze. I can think about, okay, what do I want for lunch? Cool. I know I have chicken. I know I've got this. I know I've got that. Piece it together. Do, 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 do. Done. Move on to the next meal. Move on to the next meal. Move on to the next meal. I'm never relying on, oh, I don't know, maybe I'll just order out because I know I did my due diligence to have all of my food prepped and ready to go. So bulk prepping is the name of the game, ladies and gentlemen. Master it, love it, learn to love it, blast some music, have some fun, call a friend. It doesn't need to be miserable. It doesn't need to take all day either. I hate when people say that you've been cooking all day. Like try to make this as hands off as possible. Sure, my chicken is cooking all day, but like I'm not sitting there with the crock pot. I'm out 
and about. I'm doing my thing. That thing's just doing what it needs to do for the next eight hours. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to touch it. Nothing. Make your nutrition a whole lot easier. And I don't know about you guys, but I would rather it be a little bit plain, a little bit boring, and a lot successful than trying to overcomplicate the hell out of my food and getting really, really confused through this time. So nutrition is your best friend. The more you remember that, the easier your fitness journey will be. We are going to continue this conversation over in the Mental Reps Podcast Facebook group. As far as bulk prepping questions, I will be going live in there as well, just to show you guys a little bit more of what that looks like in my own kitchen and give you a personal touch into a day of my life and how I've mastered the art of nutrition. So if you want to become a member of the Mental Reps Podcast Facebook group, you can go ahead and tap the link in the description of today's episode. Totally free, badass community of like-minded individuals kicking some ass, and we want you in there as well. So thank you guys so much for tuning in, and let's apply this information this week.